Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me and thank you so much for doing that. And for today's Daily Word, we're going to go into the Gospel of John and into John 16. And what I'd like to do is read for you verse 33 and and then um, we're going to kind of work backwards uh, from this verse. And I think this is, a, this is a way of reading the scriptures that can actually be, be really helpful, I think, in these kind of cases where you have a uh, so that uh, sort of situation or a therefore situation is to, to read that so that and then um, back up and see, okay, this is the point, this is the purpose, this is where this is driving, where the Lord's leading. Uh, what are the elements that lead to this point? So Jesus says in uh, chapter 16, verse 33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. It's an amazing promise uh, in two respects, I think. Uh, one is the promise of Jesus that we would have peace in Him. He invites us elsewhere to come to Him and to find rest for our souls in Him. We can have peace in Him is the promise here. It's an amazing, beautiful promise, and, and we worship. We give God thanks for it. But the other part of this promise is here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows that we live in a broken world, and in a broken world, uh, bad things happen, painful things happen, and and Jesus wants us to be aware of this, that becoming a follower of Jesus does not insulate us from the trials and sorrows of this life, but even in the midst of those trials and sorrows, He gives us His peace, and, and He says here that we have this peace, we have it in Him, and that we should take heart, that we should be encouraged, that that we know the fact that He has overcome the world. So now, with that in mind, let's, let's move backwards then through this passage. And we can see uh, He tells us all of these things so that we might have peace in Him. We look at verse 28, and, and we see there, uh, Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. So let's think then about how Jesus is instructing us here about His identity, that He is the Son of God, that He is God come in the flesh, our Emmanuel. So we know who He is. We know His authority, that He is, he is God and He has authority over all things. We think too about His accomplishments in coming here, right? In coming to earth, His accomplishments of of opening the kingdom of God, opening relationship with God by His cross. And, and so we have peace because we understand who Jesus is. We understand His authority. We understand His accomplishments. Back up into verse 27, and we read there in, uh, in 27, For the Father Himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Right, because we put our trust in Jesus, we actually know the Father. Jesus reveals the Father to us. It, he, he enables us by His grace, by His cross, to have 
this intimate relationship with God. Uh, God the Father, God the Son, come and dwell in our hearts by the power of God the Holy Spirit, right? We have this intimacy with God. God declares here His love for us and, and His particular love for those who are in Christ Jesus. He uh, declares here in a very real sense His desire to save us, to be in relationship with us, that relationship that gives us eternal life, that in fact is eternal life. And then back up another verse, and we see in verse 26, then you will ask in my name, and he says, then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you. So he references the, the power of prayer here, that it is a part of this relationship, this ongoing relationship in which we have a heavenly Father, the God of the universe, that we are in close relationship with, and, and, and our Heavenly Father is responsive to our prayers. And you see how as you back up through this, how the Lord is, is truly drawing us into His peace through this knowledge, through this relationship. We back up a bit more and we have this threefold promise of joy. You will grieve, that is, the disciples will grieve at the crucifixion of Jesus, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. He says in verse 22, So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. What an amazing promise that in, in our relationship with the, the risen Christ, we, we are given a joy that no one can take away from us. Verse 24, You haven't done this before. Asking, ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. We will have joy in the responsiveness of our Heavenly Father to our prayers. We, we actually get to see answer to prayer. And it's not always what we expect, but we know that God's on the move in our lives. And, and I, I, I bring this up to share with you all of the reasons that Jesus gives us peace, where we find peace in Him, even in the midst of a broken world. But also just commend this to you as a, as a way of reading the scriptures, when you hit a so that, when you hit a therefore, move backwards in the text to see what it's there for, right? To see what is it that leads up to this? What are the components? Lord, help me dig into this and to see what you have for me because I want the so that's for my life. So that, right? He says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.